This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. We're back for another episode of Sports and Corks. This is Emily Cornell. And I'm Emily Jarenka. And we'll jump right into college football. Um, you know, as we're about halfway through the season, which is weird to think. Yeah, that is strange. It goes by quick. It does. So Miami this weekend, like, wrecked Florida State, and Willie Taggart got fired pretty swiftly yesterday. Yep. Was that the, uh, was that, didn't we cover a story earlier where a kid started, like, a lemonade stand to raise money to buy out his contract? Yes. Right? <laughs> yes, because it's millions of dollars. And the athletic director released a statement today about um, how he was like, it was the right choice to fire him now rather than wait. Like, it wouldn't have been worth it to wait it out. So, um, to me, that's wild that the value proposition was just not there for <laughs> poor Willie. <laughs> it definitely was not. But... Then I've seen like people talking about potentially Matt Campbell being the coach for Florida State when Matt Campbell has been like, no, I'm going to stay at Iowa State. Like, I'm not looking to leave. Yeah. Um, and this isn't the first time that people have talked about Matt Campbell potentially leaving Ames, but it's always just a very funny thing to hear people be like, oh, yeah, like Matt Campbell could leave Iowa State right after they've been like trash talking Iowa State as a program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens there, who they're able to bring in. But yeah, I mean, Florida State is definitely the athletic director also talked about um, using like a third party organization to hire a new head coach. So they have an interim coach right now, and the players feel good about him. So, I mean, that's a positive thing for them, considering having your coach fired more than halfway through the season doesn't seem like an ideal way to go into the second half of the season. Really not ideal at all. (laughs) Uh, CU lost to UCLA this week, and uh, I believe they've won four games this season, so still tough to be a Buffs fan. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose out, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll beat Stanford or something. <laughs> um, that's optimistic. <laughs> I think, I think fans, I, if I were like a true CU fan, I'd be like, you know, the season's kind of not going to be great for football, but the basketball team is projected to do well. And I'd start following them pretty quickly. Um, especially when they do have that Kansas game coming up where CU plays at Kansas uh, in the first week of December. Yeah, that'll be something to look forward to for Buffs fans. For sure. 
And then this coming weekend of college football, there are some pretty big games with Penn State playing Minnesota, um, LSU at Alabama, Kansas State playing Texas, when and Texas is no longer ranked, which I thought was interesting looking at the rankings. Um, Texas was ranked too high to begin with, and now they completely have fallen out, and you have um, the Big 12 just kind of looks rough, and the only undefeated team in the Big 12 is Baylor, and they'll be at TCU. Iowa will be at Wisconsin, but they're both ranked. So the Big 10 seems to be the most fun in terms of their teams doing well, even when they're uh, playing themselves. True. Yeah, definitely a full slate of games this weekend, which is nice because this past weekend was kind of light, it seemed. so. Yeah, there weren't any games that had like anything huge happen in them. No. Um, yeah, it's okay. A couple more weeks of good games and then we'll be in conference championship time. It's best time. Um, so who are your general thoughts on who might be conference champions? I mean, it's early to say, but we've seen a lot of teams. We've seen a lot of um, different matchups. Yeah, I'll pick two, I guess. Um, I like LSU to win the SEC, and then I like Oregon to win the Pac-12. Um, I think that as the season's gone on, those teams have kind of, um, you know, showed, showed their strengths, and I could definitely see those teams winning their conference. Other than that, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I agree about LSU and Oregon. Um, I think that Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. And I think it's looking like Baylor is going to win the Big 12. Yeah. (laughs) I just am very surprised about that. Um, And then as a big Mountain West fan, I think Boise State, should probably still win the Mountain West as sad as it makes me that Wyoming will not win the Mountain West, but um, I'm, I'm happy to see that representation that Boise state will have when it comes yeah, to I bowl mean, season. Boise state was very close to being uh, six and two. So yeah, they, they need to get it together. Um, they have a, they have a game this weekend. Wyoming will be playing them, and um, I think that Wyoming can give them a run for their money. The Wyoming starting quarterback is out, Sean Chambers, with an injury, but Vanderwall like seems to be doing all right. So I think it'll be a good, good matchup there for Boise State. But um, yeah, that's those are kind of who the conference championships where I think they'll kind of land. And then when it comes to like the top four teams at the end of the season, um, I think unfortunately it's going to be two SEC teams of LSU and Alabama, Mm -hmm. um, Ohio state. And man, I don't, I don't know who the fourth one will be in there. Penn State? I don't know. It depends. I don't, I don't see the big 10 getting, a bone like that. Yeah. Like that just doesn't seem likely. I bet it's Clemson 
Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Clemson's got, well, I don't know. Clemson's undefeated. I mean, if, but if Penn State beats Win- Win- Minnesota, Minnesota, <laughs> then I don't know. That's kind of like a stronger win late in the season than Clemson's, you know, I mean, Clemson's playing NC State this weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it, they're, you know, yeah. I think the I guess, bias. Uh, yeah, the bias, the um, strength of schedule. Oh my God. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I'm hoping it's not what I just said. Like I do hope that like there's just one team from each conference that represents, but I think that Baylor could win every game for the rest of the season, win the conference championship, and they still would not be considered. Whereas oh, agreed. Oklahoma and I and it's just like the bias towards Baylor, but also Mm, they there's the bias where people just want to see SEC teams and ACC, but only if it's Clemson. So I don't, I don't know. I hope something wild happens. So it kind of disrupts who will be those top four teams. (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice right now. It seems like it's kind of predictable. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And going into this weekend, there's the undefeated teams are Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Penn State, Baylor, Minnesota, and two of these teams will like fall out of this um, after the weekend. And I'm thinking that it'll be Alabama and Penn State. It sounds like you think Penn State or not Penn State, uh, Minnesota. Like I think that Penn State's going to win. Um, it sounds like you think uh, Minnesota's going to fall out too. Uh, I don't, I don't know, honestly, I kind of like Minnesota, but I feel like I haven't watched enough of Penn State this season to, um, really make a super educated guess. (laughs) Uh, but I think that Minnesota is playing well and, you know, they've got more of a chip on their shoulder just as a program in general, I would say, and that can go a long ways, uh, in those big games. So we'll see what happens. I fi- I'm like finding myself rooting for them. <laughs> I mean, I can understand it. Um, but Penn State, I think they've looked pretty all right for most of the season. And I think that the only their only challenge the rest of the season after Minnesota is Ohio State. And that'll probably be their most challenging game of the season, period that'll be the only game that tests them for like, is Penn state really that good? Or were those other teams just like not ready for them? I don't know. Yeah. And Alabama LSU, where, how are you feeling about that one? Excited for it. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I find myself saying that a lot this season with college football. Uh, it has the potential to be a great game, and it also has the potential to be a really boring game, I think. Okay. Kind of like when it was a couple of years ago and it was just a bunch of field yeah. goals. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's not a huge defensive battle. I don't find those super interesting to watch. Mm, but, no. uh, yeah. I mean, it's the classic LSU-Alabama matchup. One and two, both grand defeated. Someone's going to go down. Yeah. I mean, 
if someone didn't, I'd be <laughs> confused. I'd be so confused and so angry. I would be like, obviously, neither one of them should be one and two. Yeah. But that's just like my own personal feeling uh-huh. <laughs> um, that I bring to all of the the ranking issues. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely something to look out for this weekend is just these teams that are undefeated and like the closer we get to the end of the season, um, the fewer of them will remain, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good. What's your game of the week? Uh, Penn State and Minnesota. Like I said, I'm just intrigued by that matchup and um, just really hoping that Minnesota has a strong showing. I feel like they've been gaining traction as a football program the past several years and um, want them to kind of get more national respect. So um, definitely rooting for Minnesota in that one. And uh, I think it has the potential to be a more interesting game than um, you know, maybe LSU, Alabama. It's always hard to know with that matchup, like what it's what's going to happen. So what is your game of the week? Um, like I had said, Wyoming will be playing at Boise State, and I think it'll be just a fun game. I w- of course, I would love for Wyoming to win. Like that'd be a great way to end a good day of college football. Um, I'm also a realist, so... I think that Boise State will win that, but not without a challenge. Um, so we'll see. Like, maybe Wyoming does win it, and Laramie hopefully doesn't burn down. Well, I guess <laughs> if the buck burned down, no one's going to be mad about that. But, like, the rest of the town will be – it'll be lit. So it, it would be good to see that happen, and it would just be a good game to watch. And it's like a night game, so – you know, crazy stuff could happen on that ugly blue turf. <laughs> it's very true. A lot of crazy things have happened on that crazy blue turf. I know. <laughs> not not typically involving the University of Wyoming, let's be real. <laughs> no, but that's okay. Maybe it's, may, I don't know, maybe it'll be their weekend. We'll see. Knock on wood. Pray for the pokes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, what's your hot take of the week? So Halloween, you know, happened recently and I have a hot take about Halloween candy that I really do not like that I think most people like. And it is all forms of M&Ms except for peanut butter M&Ms. I just think they're really kind of boring and overrated as a candy. Uh, The peanut ones don't do anything for me, neither do the milk chocolate ones. The peanut butter ones are delicious, however, uh, but that's like a super popular ha- Halloween candy to give out, and I'm just very—I feel very meh feelings about M&Ms in general. So that's my hot take of the week. Okay, that's a that's a fair hot take. I'm sure plenty of people will. Maybe it's a lukewarm take. It's not super hot. I mean, you're staying on on trend for the time of year we're in, so Halloween candy works. Yeah. Um, what is yours? My hot take of the week is cheesecake is like the worst dessert. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I just, I don't understand why people love it so much. And it's just mediocre at best. <laughs> so what would you say is your, the best dessert? Mm, probably like a brownie or a cookie with a scoop of ice cream. 
So very like basic. Oh yeah. Yeah, basic I'm a very text. simple person. I think cheesecake okay. is just it's so heavy. I don't feel like I can do anything when I eat. Well, I don't eat it very often. Like sometimes I'll try it and usually I'm like out on it. But you make it all the time. I do. And I just don't like it. It's probably good that I don't like it because I make it all the time. <laughs> Could be dangerous. It would be terrible. I would be like three times the size I am now. And <laughs> that would not work well. I'm a very short person. So I think that cheesecake and pie are my favorite kinds of dessert really and they're both pretty heavy like they're hefty desserts like what kind of pie are you talking um well probably not many people have had huckleberry pie but that's my favorite um huckleberries aren't available in colorado so if i were to have pie here i'd probably opt for like a nice mixed berry um apple's good sometimes but I don't know what it is. I just really like the berry flavor. Okay. But like not like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is good, but I really like um, having more crust, oh. which pumpkin pie doesn't have a lot of crust. And I also like to eat it, eat pie warmed up with ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it just, that's not something you would do with pumpkin pie. Like you just usually, you, I mean, you eat it cold, yeah. I feel like, and you put some whipped cream on top. Yeah. Just a different experience. Yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten pumpkin pie like hot with <laughs> anything like on it. Odd. But it's interesting that you like the crust of the pies. Like that's my least favorite part about the pie. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'm kind of surprised I like the crust of pies because I don't like the crust of anything else. French toast crust. Oh, nope. that's so good. Brownie edges. The nope. best. <laughs> There's just something about pie crust. I don't know. Whew. Yeah, no, that's a very, maybe that's your hot maybe take. Maybe that's my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like the pie crust. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Well, if Yum. we're eating desserts together, I'll give you my yeah. pie crust. <laughs> I also don't like pizza crust. Oh, why? Is- it's the best part of the pizza. It's like an abomination to most people. What? It's so I'm switching. That's my hot take. <laughs> okay. I M&M's won't like that. We're lukewarm. <laughs> but your your dislike of the crust of pizza while liking the crust of pie. Pie crust is soggy. No, it's like kind buttery. Of tasteless. No, oh my gosh. It's buttery and rich and creamy and kind of like sweet and salty at the same time. We're eating different pie crusts, I think. Okay, maybe. It sounds um, like you're having like Ina Garten's pie crust oh. and I'm having like, I don't know, Rachel Ray's. Well, ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Sorry, that was so mean. Rachel Ray was the only one who I could think of that like doesn't, because, you know, Ina Garten like takes so t- so much time. Oh, she's wonderful. And, yeah, and she's just like, if you can't <laughs> get this from the store, it's fine. Like, just find the next best thing. But she's so like bougie, but like subtly bougie. And Rachel Ray's like, this is how you make food in 15 minutes that is edible, but probably not the best thing you could be eating right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. They have different brands for sure. Um, I love all the memes where it's like, um, if you can't find 10 newborn, well, wait, that would be weird. You don't want to be cooking anything. Before. Oh my God, okay. Ooh, yikes. Backpedal. Um, if you can't find 10 native French leeks, 
then Starbot will do just fine. All those like memes about that kind of yes. stuff I find hilarious. I uh, like the <laughs> Halloween one where it was like, if, <laughs> if you can't summon like a flame from hell, you can getting one from Walmart is just as fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I love this. I think this is the best take for the meme is like all of the like, crossover ones if you will like holiday uh themed there are some good political ones too that are funny i'm gonna have to find those Mm -hmm. because i think i'd get a kick out of it yeah very good what's your Uh, wine of the week so i've i had it at a couple of restaurants uh randomly when my parents were here it's called the vigilance cimarron red blend Mm -hmm. uh it's not that expensive um i don't think and it's just a nice mix like syrah petite syrah grenache and some things i can't pronounce and will not attempt to but it's just a nice california red blend uh that's very smooth so that's what i'm enjoying currently what about you i really enjoyed this chardonnay i tried recently um yes (laughs) of course I spend more time drinking white wine in the winter time than anything else, as it seems right now. Um, but it was Angeline, um, and it was just like a very, I don't know, simple. As we discussed with the desserts I liked, it, it's a simple Chardonnay. It wasn't too much, and like it, w- it paired well with like different things. So um, that's. That was that's my wine of the week. Um, funnily enough, one of the wines that you rec- like you had talked about a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. I ended up picking up for someone, and they were like, "You don't drink red wine," and I'm like, "Yeah, but <laughs> Emily Jarenka recommended it, so I trust her." <laughs> Do you remember what kind it was? It was the Chloe one. Oh yes. Yeah, I was like, she said it was cute, and she liked it, and my friend was pretty excited about it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good gift wine because it. It has really nice branding and stuff. So yeah, well, yeah. And they just moved into a new house, Perfect. and I was like, "Congratulations! Here's some wine." It house worked out farming. so well. Lovely. So yeah, what are your plugs this week? Uh, well, we currently have an average of five star ratings in yes! Apple Podcast, which is great. Um, we would love to have some more reviews. So if you want to take a minute, even just write out one sentence in a review and give us a five-star rating, we would love that. Uh, also, if you haven't listened to our kind of bonus episode about dating, uh, I definitely recommend that you do that, especially if you're not always here for the sports content. <laughs> uh, it's very light on the sports. So uh, I think it was a really fun episode. Um my brother helps us by giving the male perspective on dating and relationship scenarios. Um, and I don't know. I just, I thought it was really fun. So uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, go do that. What are your personal plugs? Um, so I didn't know where to put this, but Logan Wilson, he plays for the University of Wyoming. He's a semifinalist for the Butt Kiss Award. And he's the only non-Power 5 player on the list of 12 people. So I think that's just a really good plug for the University of Wyoming and the good stuff they're doing with their football program. Um, that was a shameless plug for my alma mater. No shame. 
That's um, awesome. We love supporting yes. non-Power 5 um, yes. athletes and programs. So that's great. Love it. I mean, soon we'll be talking about Gonzaga and the good stuff that program's doing. Like, I'm sure we'll talk about Mark Few more oh. than a few times. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for college basketball, which is starting now. Yes. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it's the, their big games have starting like this week. Um, we're recording early in the week. So by the time you have this in your ears, um, those games will have happened, but, um, it's not like they're the only big games. There'll be big games for non-conference play for a good amount of time. So start, start getting ready for college basketball friends. And then the best uh, time of year it is. It's so fun. Like the nice thing about college basketball is unfortunately for college football, you can't just like get off work and go watch football for four hours, like, and expect to sit through the whole game. Like if you, if it's Tuesday night and you're like, okay, I left work at five 30, the game starts at six. Like you're probably not going to stay up until 10 to watch the game. Maybe you do. And I'm like, that is great for you. For some of us, it's hard to do every night. College basketball, you can watch basketball every night and see the whole game and not fall asleep on your couch <laughs> with Cheetos down your shirt. Um, and <laughs> other other plugs, um, tail, other Tailgate Society podcasts, um, Crossing the Aisle, Drunk Dialing, Stuff and Things, um, all good stuff, all good content. Um, so go check those out. And... Um, yeah. Love it. All good plugs. Yeah. And then do you have a bigger than sports moment? Oh, well, uh, that video I sent you and my brother over the weekend, uh, well, we send lots of videos, but it was a make a wish <laughs> kid who was at, uh, the Bucks game and it was just, oh, it was just so touching. It made me so happy. Uh, what do you have a bigger than sports moment this week? Um, yeah, I found that. Um, so you know the mascot Gritty. Mm-hmm. He went and visited this kid in a hospital because um, his parents. Well, he this little boy had written to Gritty, and then he showed up for his birthday and like celebrated his birthday with him in the hospital. Oh, that's super nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Look at the NHL mascots doing work. Yeah, definitely. And he's a fun one. He is a wild one. Gritty might be my favorite mascot before this. And after this, my favorite mascot forever. He's just like, the branding is so good and fun and wild. Wild is the best way to describe it, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I I like what they do with... um, with their mascot there. So yeah, we'll include um, links to the bigger than sports moments because I think there's things you need to see. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're videos, so we can only talk so much about them, you know? Um, I guess I should clarify. So the Bucks video that I'm referring to, um, it was all over social media. So chances are you've seen it, but maybe not. Uh, So Giannis like came up to this, young fan who was sitting courtside um he came up to him before the game and met his family and stuff and um was saying stuff like we're gonna win the game for you and he 
I just took, it seemed like, a nice amount of time to interact with this kid. And it was just, like, a really nice, nice moment. Um, You know, sometimes when professional athletes have to, like, go interact with a fan for these kind of things, um, it's pretty brief. And they're, you know, like, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. My name's so-and-so. And And then they sign something for them and just kind of move on. Um, But this was, like, a really nice interaction. So, Uh, We will definitely include the links to those things for you to check out on your own. And um, we'll also tweet them from the Sports and Corks Twitter account, which you can follow at Sports Corks. Go do it. It'll make your life way better. We talk about sports. We talk about corks. We talk about, (laughs) like, everything else. So, um, like Emily said, our last episode was, like, a dating podcast. So, we tweet about that, too. We're like a all-inclusive Twitter and podcast, so do yourself a favor. Get on it. Very comprehensive for the young millennial or people who are, I don't know, like parent age. Yeah, we're parent approved. Even older parents, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to tell them sometimes, like, at least for my parents, I had to tell them about, like, the different podcast apps. Mm. (laughs) So, like... They're like, how do I listen to a podcast? And I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. So, it, you know, help your parents. If they need to download Google Podcasts, hook them up. Be a good person. Um, <laughs> that's all I've got for this week. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. We're back to normal for now but if for now for now but if we'll we'll probably do another dating podcast so send your stories send your like um you know whatever we we will talk about it all like as if you listen you know so yeah thanks again all the things emily and emily sports and courts